0: This is Bill Risser
1: and Molly McKinley, and we're talking relationships,
0: all kinds of relationships from starting new ones to nurturing existing ones over time.
1: And each week we'll highlight something that inspires
0: or triggers us
1: to help get to the root of why relationships are key to our happiness and success.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of Relationships First. Uh, Molly, how are you doing?
1: I am well. How are you, Bill?
0: Doing good, doing good. It's uh, I've got a busy, busy week ahead of me uh, work wise. Uh, I've got some great weather for golf this weekend. It's all good.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, you're golfing it and not Christmas decorating, right? <laughs>
0: no, that that happens at night. So, uh, I, yeah, I've I, been able to parse that out. It works pretty well. We, we mentioned last week that we we're going to talk about relationships in the, uh, in the new world of real estate. So I guess the first thing we got to do is we have to define what this new world of real estate is for you and I, as we talk about this. And, and uh, I, I know for, for me, it's, we'll use some of the buzzwords, right? You got the disruptors, you know, the iBuyers, uh, you've got these new models coming in, whether it's Knock or Homie Z- or, Homey or uh, uh, Resora, there's all these things that are happening. And, and so how does that going to play into the, the life, the work, the relationships that are critical I've asked it to thousands of people. Are relationships critical to your success? Thousands of realtors, every hand has gone up. Not one person has said, no, not me. I just burn and churn through phone calls and I don't care about the people. It's never happened. What do you think is going to be critical as these things become more and more prominent?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, Bill. And you know, I mean, I've only been in this industry for five years now, so I don't have the history to be able to say, well, gosh, you know what? There's always disruption. This is not new. This is just a cycle that is part of this industry. It feels different than that. And I don't know if it's just because I'm sitting at the dinner table with people talking about buying and, you know, am I even going to be relevant? It's not, the conversation isn't about how to leverage new tech. It's, do I even matter? Do I, will I have a job in the next five years? Those are the conversations that I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And, and if that is the question, will I be relevant or will I even be needed? Then relationships and this idea of expertise And serving and being valuable become actually more important than ever. And I think the great analogy, and maybe you've said it, or maybe we've talked about it before, is this idea of online trading. And, you know, when E-Trade came out, people shifted from their expert Traders, you know, they're expert financial folks and did day trading and, you know, were online and doing it themselves. But it wasn't something that most people had true experience and expertise doing. So it was, they tried it and then ended up going back to the advisor, the expert. And so that was not, it was a disruptive technology that maybe people sort of dove in and tried and dabbled and then they ended up and some people stuck, you know, some people loved it and that became an amazing experience. But then uh, for most people, you know, kind of said, you know, I just don't have the, the time to do this well. Therefore I need to have that advisor. And that's how I see the new world looking. Yes, there will be a certain percentage of people who no longer require a real estate agent, but for, the most, for most of us who are busy, and because it's such an important transaction, that the relationship actually becomes as important, as relevant as ever.
0: I'll go one up on that, right? I, as I say, it becomes even more critical. I've always talked about relationships when I talk to realtors. I think that the holy grail of the lead, online internet lead, you know, is such a powerful pull for a lot of people that they lose yeah. sight, they lose sight of what really what what really helps them grow their business, what really keeps them connected to people. And so my take is what they're already good at, which is building relationships, right? Staying connected to people, has to really ramp up. I, I think the mm-hmm. goal the goal for a realtor would be this, that if I was in a market that didn't have OfferPad or Open Door or any of these companies and and I saw the first television commercial or a billboard for one of those operations my first thought would be i've got to call my agent find out what that's about because they mm-hmm. are my real estate expert i know nobody mm-hmm. who knows more about real estate than that person yeah so, yeah you know, what do you do with your marketing with your your your, your systems with you know, just so you're good old fashioned picking up the phone time to stay mm-hmm. connected yeah to stay connected to your people in such a way that they they won't do anything in real estate without consulting you first
1: well, I mean, I think that's, that's it. That, that's the, that's the, the aim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree that people are good at that or naturally good at that. Though. Mm. I think most people are really good about staying in connection with the people they're comfortable with or in flow with. Right. And, um, you know, I was having this conversation with Kendall Young actually last year at Inman and she was saying that she's really comfortable with the people that she's in flow with and then really bad about staying connected with the people she hasn't connected with. And because it's uncomfortable, it's awkward, and people don't want to feel salesy, right? And there's just that emotional barrier of being like, hey, it's me. I'm reaching out because I need to stay connected to you so that you'll refer business to me. And there's a there's, there's a weirdness there.
0: there. There are ways around that. I, I, I mean, and there are people that I'm trying to, I want to give you an example of, of somebody who's really good at um, just picking up the phone and reaching out. I'm going to throw, throw Sean Carpenter out there. Right now, I'm yeah I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm connected to Sean and he's, we're in flow. So, uh, yeah. Look at me talking like Molly McKinley, folks. It's amazing. And, <laughs> but I've also that's been with, that's
1: a ninja selling term, I believe, in flow. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. So I've been with Sean where he will absolutely say, I got to make a couple calls and he just calls two or three people. Just to say, hey, it's been a while. How you doing? I just want to say hello and, and uh, you know, make sure your, your daughter and son are doing good. And that's great. okay, good. And that's all he does. It is a skill, I guess. You have a learned skill. But if you want to be successful in this business, especially in five years, it's a skill that has to be adopted.
1: Well, and talk about bringing that back to like the idea of agents who are not going to be disrupted. On my birthday, Sean sent me a video. Hey, Molly, you know, happy birthday from, you know, Sean in Ohio. We have this weird Ohio connection because we're, he lives next door to my hometown, right? So we're Midwestern folks. And it wasn't just the the Facebook wall post. You, know, you sent me a video and it was just really touching. And those are the kinds of things that make a, you know, make someone stand out. Now, if I had gotten 20, 30, videos, would it, would it still stand out the way that it does? Probably not. Right. And so the Sean Carpenters of the world will always be doing the next step. Right. Right. So when everybody else starts to send the videos, what will he be doing to stand out from the crowd? How can he be that extra thoughtful touch that differentiates him? And I think that's, that is sort of the challenge of, of an agent or anybody in business, how can you really stand out? Because as soon as something starts to work, everybody starts to mimic it, right? And then you end up getting caught in the noise. But that's kind of what this is all about, is how do you, no matter what we're talking about here in regards to relationships, when it comes to business relationships, how do you separate yourself from the noise so that you're not just caught in, you know, so that you can stand out?
0: Well, I think one critical component of that is, is going to be a genuine care, genuine empathy, The another overused word right now, authenticity. But when you're yourself yep. with somebody and you 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 understand uh, their life and, and you're paying attention, and, yes, there are technologies and systems that help you remember things so that when you do yep. reach out, yeah, you, you're completely connected to them again. It just takes a second to refresh and go – That's right. I need, it's time. I haven't talked to this person in a a few months. I'm going to reach out, find out how they're doing with no other motive other than making sure they know I care. It's that simple.
1: It really is. And doing your homework so that you're prepared Mm -hmm. um, and that you're not just picking up the phone and being a distraction. That's, you know, and, and again, we always talk about honoring time. And this is one of those moments where you're also honoring the time of the person that you're connecting with as well, understanding that their time is valuable too. But is there a world where relationships don't matter in this new, in a disrupted industry where, I mean, do you ever see people just, you just really don't ever see people just buying homes from the internet or without uh, a human element or do you see that effort maybe in maybe in like investment properties or something but I I don't I don't I just don't see it it's hard to hard to put your arms around
0: not in the time I have left in the career in the business I think <laughs> I think there'll always be a human touch to this there'll always be the the desire for relationships and I think even those those these new companies that are coming in they understand that as well uh, and yeah, they're not they're not I, just I at, they're not at it in it for the one deal and move on they're going to do the same thing and find their way to to use their systems and their technologies and their people and to, their people to, to connect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. I know. So I guess that's the, I guess that's the, um, the key in all of this is, yeah, things are changing. They will change. That's just part of how things always work. We are in a constant state of evolution, mm-hmm. but the folks who are able to adjust to those moments, but still honor that their most precious asset is their people that it'll be hard to disrupt.
0: Molly, that's it. You've you've, you've, you've once again, crystallized the entire conversation into a closing statement. You're amazing. And so uh, we're going to, we're going to go and wrap this one up. It's time. It's our time. We're very conscious of our time and your time For, for, for episode 11. I'd love to talk on touch this topic. How about relationships? We've talked a lot about them and building them and keeping them. But what about the beginnings, You know, actually creating relationships? I think that'll be our focus. Does that sound good?
1: I love it. Let's do it.
0: So that'll be for episode 11 next week. And so thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. Molly, it's always a pleasure just kind of having a brief chat with you about something very important in both of our lives, and really, I think, everyone's lives.
1: I love our time together, Bill. Thank you.